Welcome to Healthy Births, Happy Babies, where we share tips, tools, and stories grounded in natural childbirth and parenting principles, so that instead of feeling overwhelmed and confused during this exciting time in your life, you feel safe, supported, and empowered in your childbirth and parenting journey. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jay Warren. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Healthy Births, Happy Babies. I'm Dr. Jay Warren. I'm the Family Wellness Chiropractor and the Wellness Care Coordinator here at the CAP Wellness Center. And today we have back with us Willow Buckley. She was on our podcast before talking about homeopathy and pregnancy. And I've brought her back today to talk to you about homeopathy and your children, specifically your newborns, infants, and toddlers. Um, She has a wealth of information around different ailments that they might have and um, how you might help them with homeopathy, but then also talking in the bigger picture about how to really strengthen and support their system through an illness or an injury rather than just trying to get rid of the symptoms. Uh, So before I introduce her and bring that conversation on, I, as always, want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, the CAP Wellness Center. The CAP Wellness Center in Encinitas, California, has assembled an incredible team of fully certified holistic health care professionals that offer the very best in prenatal, postpartum, and pediatric wellness services. We offer acupuncture, chiropractic, massage, yoga, lactation support services, and a wide variety of birth education classes to ensure that you are fully able to experience the power of birth. And now let me introduce to you once again, Willow Buckley. Willow Buckley is a certified classical homeopath, a labor doula, and a prenatal yoga teacher. She first combined her holistic interest with her medical science studies while earning her Bachelor of Science in Neuropsychology from the University of California at Santa Barbara. Continuing her search and passion for whole healing approaches, Willow ventured into homeopathy, where she has helped families and individuals of all ages handle everything from anxiety and depression to morning sickness and sore throats. She's a fervent proponent of the body's power to heal itself and infuses nutrition with real food into her practice. She's also the co-author of the new book, How to Conceive Naturally and Have a Healthy Pregnancy After 30. Willow lives in Encinitas, California with her husband, Marcus, a writer and a Montessori educator, and their children, Grayson and Emerson. So now let me switch over to my conversation with Willow. Hello, Willow. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me, Dr. J. Yes, well, it's a great time to have you back for a third episode. It's mm-hmm. been, uh, it's been a, I think, a couple months since we had you last time. We talked about homeopathy and pregnancy, yeah. and today we're going to talk about homeopathy for the children and for infants. Um, so if for those of you that are listening and you haven't listened to her other podcasts, um, the first one Willow was on was, uh, episode 15. It was about the prenatal, um, book that, uh, you have written and it is out there. How is that book going, Willow? It's going great. The feedback we're getting is just amazing. So we are, um, we're really feeling good about the mission cause that's really what it was. You know, it came down through me and Krista and, uh, it's out there and the feedback we're getting is just fabulous from the women that have their hands on it and their husbands or the partners. There's quite a few dads who are um, 
thoroughly enjoying that section <laughs> and some of the good. stuff. Good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic book. It's uh, How to Conceive Naturally and Have a Healthy Pregnancy After 30. And it's mm-hmm. available on Amazon. And we'll have links uh, to it as always in the show notes. But to get into our topic today, before we jump into um, the topic around specifically for infants and children, uh, Willa, tell us a little bit more about one yourself and how you got interested in homeopathy and, um, pregnancy and kids, but then also we can go into just generally like how homeopathy works and then we'll be able to go into, uh, specifics. Yeah, sure. Um, so really my, my path, homeopathy found me. I was a mechanical engineer in college for three years. That was my kind of path. And I was always finding myself in the metaphysical section of our student bookstore or such interesting things as Tao of physics and in the brain. And um, somehow one summer, my roommate's mother, who was a homeopath, I got to meet her one lunch and uh, it just kind of sparked in me. And things weren't so solid um, with engineering, I was starting to lose interest. And so I switched to neuropsychology, which was biopsychology then. And it really fulfilled the brain and behavior side that I really thoroughly loved that was lacking in engineering. And with the homeopathy introduction, um, I found a school and studied and became a homeopath. And I've always loved children. And in the cases, we look at the pregnant um, mother's experience. And that's really how I got into pregnancy and became a doula. Um, And then my passion for it, just really for the family care, it's it's holistic care for a lifetime of wellness. And it starts um, with any age. And so it's really a wonderful thing that I get to be with families and treat them at all different stages. Right. And I'm sure with uh, the addition of your own kiddos, then you've learned more and more. Uh, you in get the a lot of hands on training, a lot <laughs> of hands on training. I just had a moment this weekend where Grayson, we're pretty sure, got a viral um, reaction um, via, of hives. And I'm pretty sure it was viral. There was nothing really we could pinpoint as allergic. Um, and homeopathy did its job. It was. Uh, Fantastic. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, tell us a little bit more about homeopathy, how it generally works. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with those little blue um, tubes or pink tubes sometimes at the health food store with the little white pellets, and that is the homeopathy medicine. And the medicine's actually liquid. It's dropped onto those tablets. So some people are um, confused thinking it's what's inside, which is why you can put those tablets in water and you don't have to wait for them to dissolve. Little side note there. Um, But it's a dynamic medicine. It's been around for hundreds of years, and it really, truly is holistic medicine, and it comes from substances in nature. And those substances um, cure based on like cures like, and that is what Hahnemann, the founder of homeopathy, um, really who discovered it, he realized that when you give a substance to a um, healthy person, it's going to create certain symptoms, whether they're mental, physical, or emotional. And so when you find a sick person who is suffering from those symptoms, that substance in nature is going to heal it and cure it, um, whether completely or speed it through the system. And what I really like to let people know with homeopathy and a lot of alternative medicines, um, as they're complementary to allopathic um, ways and medications as well, but it's not always 
the goal to eradicate something immediately. We're so used to covering up the symptoms and eradicating something so quickly, especially in our children, not just ourselves. We feel like we can suffer a little bit more, but especially in kids, we're like, it should be gone. Where really homeopathy, what it's doing is also supporting the system. So it's not eradicating it and just treating the symptom. It's really supporting the dynamic nature of the immune system and not just those helper T cells, but the gut, the emotional and mental sphere as well, and strengthening that child's system. And in doing so, it may not eradicate something immediately, although it does definitely in many situations, but it's moving it through in a healthy and safe way with speed. So they're not suffering long. Those symptoms are decreasing in intensity and they're getting stronger from it. Well, and I think that's a really important distinction in that it's supporting the body doing what it's naturally trying to do to help a person or the body through whatever um, symptoms are going on. And the symptoms are just a lot of times signs of how the body's working to heal itself. Exactly. And so having that perspective of, all right, in the quote, did it work question Mm -hmm. isn't necessarily that, well, the fever went away. It's more of the fever did its job and the the person was supported through it. I like that distinction. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure chiropractor, you get it all the time. Like I felt really sore after I saw the chiropractor. Yeah. Cause it's bringing it to the surface. It's working itself out. It's not always, um, it's a different way of looking at healing for sure. And I'm sure that must be hard for, um, parents that you're working with, especially the infants in that there's that urgency of like, Oh, I want it to go away, go away. There's that stress around it, but really holding the space for the body's ability to heal itself and just knowing that you're supporting it. I think it's really important. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. People are so scared. There's such a um, uh, a media-driven and socially-driven um, meme that we shouldn't get sick. Mm. And that's exactly what kids are supposed to do. That's how they build their immune system. That's why they're kind of sick a lot when <laughs> <laughs> they're younger is they're getting experience and they're working out that brand new immune system in a safe way. And we want to support that workout. We want to support its, um, its growing and its strength. So by doing that and saying, oh, we never get sick. We don't want to get sick. I always tell parents getting sick isn't the issue. It's how long are they sick and how much are they suffering? Mm. And that's what we want to work with is that frequency and intensity. Right. And really understanding that if the kiddo is sick during, you know, the pre, especially starting preschool, right? The kids oh. get so much more exposure to things and will be a lot more sick. But at the same time, it can be a good thing in that it's strengthening their immune system for their teen and adult years. Yes. And they won't be sick as adults. Right. And, and really, you look at their resilience. I, I hear so mm. often like, okay, yeah, they have symptoms, but are they suffering? And they're like, no, they're running around, they're playing. They're fine. It's like, okay, so where's the, where's the problem really besides um, they've got some symptoms and we want to work with the physical ones, but it's not dire need. They're not listless. They're not laying there. There's, there's that realm of, of, oh, they have a runny nose. We got to take care of it. Um, or a fever. A fever is the main one that I love to talk about. Um, mm. But it's, it really is. I think socially it's a, it's a challenge um, for what we expect. Right. Well, starting with the infants, like right after birth, I mean, that can be a very stressful time for parents, especially if you're a first time parent and not knowing what's normal and what isn't. But um, how do you work with uh, brand new parents um, in the world of homeopathy? 
Sure. Hopefully, um, I've already started a relationship with them in pregnancy. Um, but when they're looking for something immediately after, a lot of doulas or midwives or homeopaths, they can really help immediately after birth. Sometimes that pushing is a long time in the birth canal or um, they came at 33 weeks and rushed out of there. <laughs> they were ready to be here. Um, and there's different remedies that can help with the system immediately after birth, whether it's they were low on oxygen, um, whether they were shocked maybe from a speedy birth at 32 weeks, that is going to shock not just the mom, but also the baby. And there's different remedies to help with the rest of their care um, that can really calm their nervous system and speed up their, um, their own healing. Outside of that, once they're home, especially second babies, oh gosh, they get sick so much faster. You feel like at 10 weeks, some moms are like, my second child got their first cold at 10 weeks. And that's because they're exposed to so much more, so much faster with their older sibling running around. So what I like to let them know is what is it that you're looking to to treat and diagnose? Because some things are severe and you need to go to your doctor and get a diagnosis. Some things like cradle cap or colic even um, can really be ameliorated and cured from homeopathy. So constipation, diarrhea, um, so many different things that I like to introduce parents to as first line of defense. You're at home. If you already know a little bit or if you have a great book or if you have a homeopath, you can call and you have a remedy um, case of or a, um, a kit, then you're going to be able to do a lot of first defense self-care at home. And then if you need to go see the doctor, if you need further treatment for a lot of those things, you can wait until morning or you can see if the homeopathy worked and likely it has and you won't need to go and continue any of the other treatments, um, which often don't always work either. And they leave parents kind of in a lurch of like, now what do I do? So it's, it's extremely effective. And I just like to let them know it's so wonderful to have on hand at home because when do kids get sick? Generally not nine to five Monday through Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. It's always the middle of the night. It is 2am. They cry out and you go in there and they've got a fever. You go, or they're coughing. Um, yeah, all of those wonderful things that wake us up in the middle of the night and we go, what do we do? Right. What do we do? Well, let's talk about fever. I mean, it's something Mm -hmm. that, um, every parent I think is concerned about to some degree, um, especially first time around and not knowing. No pun intended. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, how does, how do you as a homeopath, uh, approach fever? Sure. Well, I approach it really as looking at most, um, most doctors will approach it the same way. I love to reference people to Dr. Sears' website. It's asksears.com because he has a beautiful way to really list where is fever a concern and where is it normal? And that's what I really want to provide for parents is that education on what is normal. The range of temperature for an under three month old is going to be up to like 99 um, degrees to 100 degrees. So when they start going over that, you'd consider it a fever. Otherwise, it's just a range of heat for their body. Um, And you'll get to know your child when you take its temperature, how they run. And some run a little cooler, some run a little hotter, some are always right on. Um, And then as they get past three months, it's really 103 
that's where you start to look and see, okay, let's try and keep it down under 103. But I'll tell you, if, if there's not a lot of other symptoms and they just have a fever, I see viral fevers all the time where kids like, oh, they had a fever for 24 hours. That was it. It got up to maybe 102 or 101. Um, I don't do anything. Mm. I don't even treat it homeopathically. <laughs> if there's no reason to treat it because they're not suffering, their body is just literally having a fever. There's no other symptoms and you can run through and I speak to parents to question them and um, see where it's at and, you know, is the child listless? There's so many different questions I can ask to make sure it really is just a fever. Um, then I let it do its job. There's no even need for homeopathy, but it is very helpful. If you start to see any other symptoms with it, you start treating it. And homeopathically, you'll often never know if it was going to get worse because it cuts it off. Hmm. Okay. I know so that it, I, that number is so hard for parents to wrap their head around. I know most parents at 101 are yeah. starting yeah. to panic. And 103 is just off the charts for so many parents. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. So that's where homeopathy can come in and it can keep the fever where it needs to be or it can spike and then bring it back down. Um, but the fever's there for a reason. It right. is there to fight and it's there to work and we want the body to be able to um, fight those illnesses off so they don't turn into something more and they don't get a hold onto the body and create other symptoms. Um, there's a wonderful way with homeopathy to keep the fever and the child comfortable and rested. So I find often, great, you gave them a remedy and they went to sleep. Perfect. That's what they should do. Go let the body do its job. Right. Restore itself suffering. and sleep. Go restore it. Go get nice sleep, good night sleep, some nice naps during the day. That's perfect. It's exactly what we want. And how long is it lasting? Um, I give a great example. My son and even my pediatrician was like, "There's you could bring him in, but there's nothing really we're going to do. Is He was having spiking up to 103, 102 um, on and off throughout the day for five days. Ended in a rash. He had roseola. There's nothing they would have done right. unless I wanted to take fever-reducing medication, but I treated him homeopathically, and it would spike. It would come back down. It kind of had a nice little pattern to it, um, and he slept, and he was not uncomfortable, and... The rash came out and he was 100%. <laughs> yes. Well, and that goes back to what we talked at the beginning around like supporting the system rather than just getting rid of the symptoms. So like with the spiking, it's something that the body's being supported to allow itself to do what it mm -hmm. needs to do. And that might be mm -hmm. to elevate the, uh, the fever to combat whatever's going on and then it'll come back down. And right. that's something that if, you know, someone's giving a child a homeopathic remedy thinking, okay, this is going to make the fever go down or it's going to make it go away. And then they see it spike. That might be, you know, Oh no, like it's not working. Same right. thing with adjustments. I always tell parents when they come in, uh, having their kids adjusted while their body's processing and um, feeling sick is that their fever might spike over the next couple yeah. of hours. And don't be afraid if that happens. And I get texts all the time, like yeah. it spiked, it spiked, <laughs> hooray. And then it came down versus them being panicked. Had I not said anything. Right. And I think we just said it right there it came back down so the one thing i tell people the intensity of it that's okay it's but is it not going away mm. is it rising is it getting worse that's when i think um sometimes intervention or a different remedy or something else can be beneficial um but the spiking that's common and it usually happens where they're fine during the day and around dusk it starts to spike again mm. and then they go to sleep mm-hmm 
Now, is it? Uh, we were talking about fever, which is a, a strategy the body uses in all right. kinds of immune things. Is looking at different types of colds or flus that a kid had? How does homeopathy approach those? Sure. Well, sometimes fever also comes with those, like ear infections. You might see that coming. Um, ear infection also can just come with a cold or flu without a fever. You've got hives, like I said, allergic skin reactions and viruses that come with fevers, and some of them don't come with fevers. So um, homeopathy treats the individual. So a lot of times you'll see, oh, there's an illness going around. Everyone's getting the stomach flu or everyone's getting that cold. And what I really love to educate parents with is looking at their child as an individual. Any parent who's got more than one kid or has observed more than one kid knows they all act differently when they're sick. Mm-hmm. They all react differently and show different symptoms sometimes. Even if it's the same virus, say, going around, they might actually experiencing it a little differently. And that's what we want to see is that individualized experience because that's what homeopathy is looking at. It's really an individualized medicine. And to treat any other way, just I don't find effective because it's um, you're seeing those subtle differences. So some fevers or some illnesses, when they come on really fast, really sudden, um, really hot or you know flushed or anything like that, there's a couple different remedies. Belladonna and aconite are two main ones for that sudden illness. Suddenly, they woke up from their nap and they had 102 fever. Suddenly, their ears started um, becoming red and inflamed. And suddenly, they had this croupy cough at 2 a.m. with no symptoms before. So you start to see a difference. They're like, oh, you know, they kind of had a little runny nose. And then two days later, they kind of had this. That's a much different onset for that child. It's a slower onset, which would require a different remedy. Hmm. And the symptoms are the same. Um, You look at them as individual symptoms. So with colds and flus, it's starting to learn and look at the details of your child. Are they clingy? Are they kind of whiny when they're sick? Are they better outdoors? Do they want really ice cold drinks? Are they not thirsty and not hungry? There's so many generals that you add to it to really see how is this child experiencing their illness? And those right there, all those in combination with their physical symptoms are how we find the right remedy to speed that process through and create alleviation and amelioration for that child. Hmm. And I would imagine with more than one kid in the house, it could be you're treating them very, very differently because they react so differently. I've got two kids and they get different remedies. Their constitutional Mm. is different and their acutes are different. And it's a learning yeah. process, right? I mean, it, it would as you get to know your kid and how they get sick, then you'll be able to fine-tune yeah. things that much better. And moms need to give themselves a little more credit. They know. They're usually a lot more intuitive than they ever think, and so are dads. Sometimes I love to ask my husband, do they feel hot? And he has a perfect register in his hands to feel down their legs and their feet whether they have a fever or not. He can almost tell me how hot they are. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> and so... It's so interesting, the little things we start to learn and see. And you have to also try them out. With colic, I tell moms, go and press on the belly. Do they like the pressure? You start to learn different things because otherwise you don't know. Are they curled up? Is it better in a ball? Do they arch their back? There's all different types of um, ways to react to that gas or that colic. And they're different. 
different babies react differently. I'm sure you put your hands on different babies and they all feel different. Yeah. Even though maybe they're coming in for the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, and that's the beauty of homeopathy is it's really so individualized rather than it being kind of a blanket of like, oh, this is what you take for an earache. Oh, this is what right. you take for a fever. It's really, I mean, that makes it a little more complicated, of course. Um, and we all like it being easy or just going yeah. to the shelf and pulling down the, the runny nose remedy. But right. it's it's really allowing a, a person's body, and in this case, the children's, to uh, you know really be supported in the way they need to be supported. Right. But there are great ways. So um, I do have an ebook for kids and it's a wonderful way to narrow it down. The top five for fevers, the top five for ear infections, the top five for coughs. Um, if they have croup and it kind of falls within a certain guideline, there's three remedies and that's your go-to. You start with one as soon as you hear it and you move on to the next and then the third one and it usually eradicates it. Um, so there are some times where there's nice protocols that work really well. Ear infections, depending, there's a couple different protocols. So you can usually find one or two. You might have to try them out a little bit and see through one day or half a day um, what's working, what's not, and move on to the next best remedy because maybe it wasn't the best one right off the bat. Right. Well, that'll be a great resource. I'll put that uh, link uh, to your ebook in the show notes as well and on the blog post. Because again, like in the middle of the night at two in the morning, you mm -hmm. want to <laughs> have resources to try these things yeah. out rather than starting your, uh, you know, your process in the morning. Especially, yeah, I find ear infections are a great one. And we're talking about acute things right now. So first aid is another acute thing that we kind of, I love to educate um, families about for first aid, not just for kids, but for adults too. It works wonders, whether it's you just got stung by a stingray or you just burnt your hand because you weren't thinking you're running a million around your house and you picked out the pan out of the oven real quick or you got stung by a bee or you cut your hand or you um, fell down and got a bad bruise there's or you got the um food poisoning or there's a fire we live in san diego and there's a lot of shock for a lot of the families because they have to evacuate those are acute scenarios that are really helpful with homeopathy and um they're very easy to use and there's easy charts and easy books to follow um where they're very effective. And then there's constitutional treatment, which really requires a skilled homeopath. And that's when you have chronic ear infections. Like, oh my gosh, they've had four ear infections this winter. Or, wow, they always have this skin issue. They have eczema or psoriasis or something of that sort. Or they're getting chronic coughs and colds. They're just never getting rid of this cough. It's like they're only okay for two weeks out of the winter. That's more of that system needs a boost. That system needs a individualized remedy that does not necessarily fall within the realm of acute remedies like we've been speaking of. It's something much more individualized that's going to strengthen the whole system and keep it from having those chronic ailments or that chronic disposition to um, having those sicknesses. And that's the constitutional approach that you've talked Correct. about, right? Right. With classical homeopathy, so it's a two to three hour intake. It's much more involved. Um, but what you do, it doesn't mean you're not going to still have those acute illnesses, but you're actually strengthening the system. So behavioral issues for kids, a lot of ADHD or um, tantrums that are a lot farther away or anxiety in kids. There's so much that can also be treated mentally and emotionally that really needs a constitutional 
remedy. And with that, you're rebalancing the whole system so that it's stronger and doesn't falter towards that sensitivity. Because we all have a sensitivity. Mine is my sinuses. My husband's is his stomach. Different kids you'll notice or your partner or your friends. Where does sickness usually settle? And when you strengthen that piece, it doesn't settle there anymore. Hmm. And is that something constitutionally you're taking it then regularly, uh, almost in the same way you take a multivitamin, or is it something that you kind of boost periodically? Um, It could. So for kids, depending, it could be something they take daily for maybe a month or two, and then it's kind of followed for about a year to see. Um, Sometimes you only need one dose, and that's it, and Mm. then you wait for the next one. Um, until you need it because I look at health as a frequency, like a sine sine wave, a little bit of an up and down. And if you can visualize this as I'm speaking, I find it very helpful. So a lot of those sine waves, like how it goes up and down, it just barely goes down and goes up and then barely goes down and comes back. So those, those little valleys are illness or experiences or just life happening that kind of dip us down. But our body on its own comes right back up on its own and it's working and that's what I expect after a good constitutional remedy is given. Usually what I'm treating are big deep valleys, the ones where it goes very far down, they're very sick or very triggered or very reactive physically, mentally or emotionally and we need to bring it back up and keep it a little bit more at the top near health and we want to keep it from having those deep valleys. Well, so Willow, in the last couple minutes, um, tell tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you and um, and really kind of pursue this further if they're interested. Yeah, um, at balancingyourhealth.com is my website, and that'll have my contact information. It has a lot of useful resources and information kind of spread throughout. And I always offer a free 15-minute consultation. Anyone, anytime, um, well, not anytime, they need to book it, but anytime they can contact me to see when that, <laughs> that spot will be available. Um, and we can talk for 15 minutes or so and see whether it's a right fit or maybe within that 15 minutes they can get a recommendation that works. I've had that happen before um, where I hear something and I'm like, look, why don't you go try that? And then if that doesn't work, maybe you can schedule something or if it does, great. But know in the future if something else occurs, you know, it would be really helpful to schedule an appointment. Um, and I think that's the best way because we really need to see if it's the right fit. And if it's not, sometimes I'll recommend, you know, hey, I'd really suggest you see the chiropractor for this. That's what I think is going to be the best um, or whatever it might be. So if they uh, go to my website, they can contact me if they're looking for more information, a 15-minute consult. And that's probably the best way. And it's something um, for you listening to that Willow can work with people uh, virtually. Um, mm. It's not something that, I mean, she's located here in San Diego, but uh, if that's, if you're resonating with her message and want to have some consultation with her, she can do it via Skype and photos and the like. It's not ideal, right? But it's, it's, yeah. it's doable. It- it's kind of both. It's not ideal in one respect, and then it is ideal because I do get to treat um, so many people outside of my community. That's so wonderful to have that longer reach, that yeah. longer arm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So, Willow, um, what in our closing minutes? What would you say is the kind of major take home you'd like to, um, the parents listening um, to really kind of hear and take to heart? 
Yeah, is um, observe the immune system as something to support, not suppress in a child, and see that child as an individual, not just the diagnosis or the symptom. Really see the whole picture. What 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 really is changing when they do get sick? Hmm. Beautiful. That's such a great perspective. <laughs> I mean, not just for health, but for uh, all Child aspects of <laughs> parenting. Right? <laughs> yeah. So hard to do when you're in the trenches. It becomes this oh. uh, just. When super you're in the focused. bubble, you're in the bubble. We all do the best we can, yes. myself included. It just happens. But. It just does happen, yes. Well, Willa, thank you again for being here. It's uh, We could talk for hours and hours, and I'd love to have you back again. Um, we can dive deeper into your sure, brain we, more. <laughs> yeah, we could just pick one time, maybe just ear infections. We could do 20 minutes just on that. <laughs> Beautiful. Love to. I would love Thanks to. so well, much, Dr. J. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about this episode and other natural childbirth and parenting topics, please visit us at capwellnesscenter.com or message us on our Facebook page with any questions you might have. We here at the Cap Wellness Center look forward to helping you and your family be as happy and healthy as you can be.